Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The House votes on the tax deal. Look out for the next real estate bubble, everybody, and napping on the job, the next best way to worker productivity. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. And by Novo Nordisk, since 1923, innovative developer of diabetes treatments and delivery devices at NovoNordisk-US.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Good to have you here on this Thursday. It's the 16th of December today. And here's where we are on the House vote on the tax package. We're waiting, biding our time, hanging around while House Democrats argue mostly with each other over how to deal with the estate tax. When that vote does happen, and most everybody does expect the deal to pass, we'll finally get a chance to see whether the economy really needed to be stimulated with more borrowed money. Our Washington Bureau Chief John Dimsdale has the latest. The compromise keeps income and business taxes where they've been the last 10 years. It's also designed to jumpstart the economy with a year-long 2% cut in Social Security payroll taxes, and companies get a write-off for new plants and equipment. President Obama says these tax breaks are necessary. I am absolutely convinced that this tax cut plan, while not perfect, will help grow our economy and create jobs in the private sector. But the economy is showing fragile signs of a turnaround. Does it really need more stimulus? Or could the extra injection of government cash overshoot the mark and stoke inflation? Moody's analytics economist Mark Zandi says there's a small chance of that, but he says the alternative, raising tax rates on all Americans, would be worse. If we go back into recession, it's going to be a world of hurt. Uh, There is no policy response to that. Our deficits would balloon out. So it's prudent to err on the side of perhaps doing too much rather than too little. Still, the tax compromise also adds hundreds of billions to the deficit, and some question whether temporary tax breaks deliver much bang for those bucks. Gerald O'Driscoll is a former vice chairman of the Dallas Federal Reserve Bank. He says the payroll tax reduction will hardly be noticed. Because people know they're temporary, they know they're transitory, and they're going to save most of it. And if Congress finds it difficult to let the payroll tax holiday end next December... O'Driscoll says the revenue loss will have real consequences for Social Security solvency. In Washington, I'm John Dimsdale for Marketplace. For finance nerds or for people who just have trouble falling asleep sometimes, boy, have we got good news for you. Today was the very first time that the Federal Reserve broadcast one of its meetings live online. Had you happened to have tuned in this afternoon, you'd have heard a detailed discussion about something called debit card interchange fees, what retailers have to pay when you use the cards. The Fed wants to limit those fees. Retailers think it's a fine idea. The banks, however, don't. And Marketplace's Jeff Tyler reports the banks are expected to make up the lost revenue in other ways. Until now, when consumers used a debit card, merchants had to pay a fee of about 2% of the sale. These fees cover the cost of the transaction between the merchant's bank and the customer's bank. The Federal Reserve's new limit will cap those fees. The most merchants will pay for a debit card purchase of any size is $0.12. This is a huge hit for banks, costing them billions of dollars in lost revenue. Scott Talbot is chief lobbyist for the Financial Services Roundtable, an industry trade association. As the banks that are involved in the transaction are unable to recoup their costs, 
for operating this service and allowing merchants to accept debit cards, we're worried that those costs will be shifted down to the consumers. He says some debit cards may soon charge annual fees. Others may charge a fee for each debit card transaction. We could see a loss of debit cards being offered altogether. Certain institutions won't offer debit cards because it is not profitable for them. With debit cards looking less profitable.